Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. California's budget deficit for the next year is bigger than the total budget of 10 states. California, I guess we've run out of other people's money. You've heard this one before, right? Socialism works until you run out of other people's money. Does Susan really think he can hide this fact from the rest of the country? That he's turned California into a bankrupt, crime-ridden state? Now estimates say $68 billion. Pop goes the weasel governor of California next. Would you come my way? This is the Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power Talk. Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. No, man. No other state in American history has ever experienced a surplus as large as this. That's true. Because it's true. No state took bolder steps to, to protect public health and human life over the last two years. The lying dog-faced pony soldier. Yeah, we're figuring that out, aren't we? Our deficit, bigger than the total budgets of 10 other states across America. Newsom wants to run for president on this record. Turning California. Will we go bankrupt? Well, we got the rainy day fund, but the rainy day fund doesn't even come close to covering the deficit. And now they're talking about California budget deficit as well to a record $68 billion after. Well, what happens? We, uh, I guess rich people left California, which was the tax base. You could actually have 50 people leave and affect it more than 5,000. Oh, yeah. The latest deficit figure calculated by the nonpartisan legislative analyst's office and released Thursday it's a little bit more than what they guesta esta guesta estimated back in June. Back then, it was just a sum we could handle. You know, fourteen point three uh, billion dollars, a billion here, a billion there. Pretty soon, uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, real money. Remember Newsom spinning the wheel, sending out all that money during during COVID when we're in the money. No other state we're in, in the money. American history has ever history. experienced a surplus as yeah. large as California. This. Yeah. No other states ever, ever pulled off what Newsom did, right? Analysts have also projected annual $30 billion deficits in future years. So he went from $14 billion projected deficit became a $68 billion? Okay, what what might the thirty billion deficit you're predicting in the future year, years? What's that? What what might that become? Right? You know what? You know what happens? Well, as much as they want to, you want to talk about government money, the money from the government, oh, the government will pay for it. The government will fund it. The government will pay four hundred thousand dollars to renovate a Motel Six uh, hotel room. Right? Uh, that's your money. 
And in our life, what happens when we run out of money? Uh, we're called broke. A lot of people file bankruptcy. A bankrupt state? Could it be? California Senate Pres Pro Tem Tony Atkins said, our economy is still good. The Titanic is still afloat. Keep playing the music. But what we need to do is be incredibly cautious here. Really? The president pro tem goes on to say we are in a deficit and therefore new programs, new spending, in fact, existing spending. We're going to have to slow down over time. Slow down, eh? Hey, knucklehead, you should be cutting rather than slowing spending. Slowing spending does not work at this point. No, $68 billion deficit for the upcoming 2024-25 budget. Uh, they forecast $68 billion. That more than doubles the $30 billion deficit. Um, well, here we go. We know what's happening. They're going to make some serious choices about funding, right? Well, whether they want to or not, they're going to have to. That's just inevitable, right? Uh, they're already talking about, some of these analysts are with the legislature, that they're going to maybe $17 billion could be cut from schools and community colleges they're talking about, $2.2 billion in uh, transportation funding, $1.9 billion in natural resources and environmental spending, $1.8 billion in various education programs. See, what they're doing is they're taking away from U.S. citizens. They're not even talking about the cost of illegal immigration uh, you know, that's $32 billion, according to the Federation of American Immigration Reform here in California that we're spending. Wouldn't you think maybe that'd be one of the places that you might start? I wonder why the state is broke. Wait until you how much we're spending on transients. GVWire.com, Ed Smith writes, Fresno City Council voted 5-2 to deny a proposal converting a quality in hotel at Bullard and Fresno Avenue into a affordable housing. Now, we know this has happened with Project uh, home key. It, and I always say, if we had a nephew who was strung out on uh, crystal methamphetamine, uh, defecating, exchanging needles on the weekends down at the county building and coming back and camping out on our front yard, we, we looked out the window and saw him out there. His friends are coming over at all hours of the day and night. He's not working. He's begging on the street. We don't know what he's doing to fund his drug habit. Would you look out the window and say to your spouse, Honey, that's our nephew out there. If we just gave him a room key, if he just had a key to his own room, that that's going to cure it all. Why would you even give a responsibility to something that taxpayers paid to have fixed up to somebody like that until they got their life uh, in order? Wouldn't you say the minute he comes out of rehab and is clean, then let's help get him a room key? They're doing it so backwards so with, with our money doing it backwards with our money this whole idea and mayor dyer's been in with it with newsom and mayors all over california have said this is how we're going to take care of the transient problem we're going to give them a, a a hotel room and you couldn't take them out the freeway unless you had a room to to put them in thank you to uh stupid courts in this state but the uh, city council did not accept this because the people in the area said, nah, nah. Well, Councilwoman Perea and Councilman Esparza voted for the project. The others five did did not. They're going to take $16.5 million in Project Home Key money to convert 
59 units, just 59 at Quality and Hotel in the permanent studio rooms. Now, I've seen some house flipping shows, and I've seen how much it takes to redo an entire house. It's not $400,000 per little room. Think of it. A, a Quality and Hotel room. That, that, that's a bed. You got a little place over there to hang your clothes. You got a little sink there, and you got a bathroom. And there was a TV, and there was a, a, a nightstand, and there was a dresser. And it, are you serious? $400,000? Why not get each of those people that are going to be in that room, why not just give them $40,000 and try and get their life started? I mean, that, that would be, no, they would go spend it on fentanyl. But, yeah, they got to be cleaned up first. They said that the affordable housing would bring blight to the area. Well, no, no kidding. That's exactly what it does. They they said advocates for the project that wanted this uh, affordable housing project in North Fresno, uh, they call them nimbyism. Not in my backyard. Nobody wants. Everybody wants to help, but they don't want it in their own backyard. What did the uh, business owners down there in this area say? I've been personally accosted by homeless who step uh, in human feces. They go in the trash. We call about it. Uh, they they boat on the ponding basin in the summer. They open up the valves. They flood the area. And this is where you're going to try and put people trying to improve. They said the project would have cost $22.5 million or $400,000 a unit higher than previous home key projects. You know what we need? I bet you anything. You think about all the COVID money that uh, that was spent illegally that went to people that didn't need it. We need an outside auditor. How in the world could rehabbing a hotel room be $400,000 uh, a unit. How how can that be? State funding would have covered sixteen point five million of the cost, and it's not like this thing is some rundown thing from Leave It to Beaver era, and they got to rebuild it and you know, uh, you know, take all the uh, uh, the stuff out of the walls, right? Asbestos. It's now this. It's it's okay. Uh, need a little cleaning up, but that's. I mean, four hundred thousand dollars a unit. How can they describe it? How do they describe that? Man, that's some like Tony Soprano stuff going on. It's exactly what that is, right? So what's uh what 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 are we gonna do about all the homeless people? Well, the uh we obviously know how to do something about it. We relocated them in San Francisco to make it look all nice for the Chinese, didn't we? We uh, I guess San Jose Mercury News did a little looking into that, and they moved them underneath some overpass somewhere to uh, to keep to keep them hidden. Right, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals overturned the Fresno City Council Mia ruling they had a few years back of the no camping ordinance, so that that could not happen. So you couldn't have the village on Barstow over there. You wouldn't be able to do that. But they said no, you cannot. You cannot do that. They have a right to to live to camp outside unless you have a room for them. So that's how this whole Project Room Key thing started. Remember in San Francisco with the lockdown, they said, we're going to do this, but we're also going to provide them, what was it, alcohol, marijuana. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you just turn it into a party place? And that's exactly what happened. But we know here in California, uh, they're focused on the homeless problem, the transient problem, and they're going to clean up the streets and the crime and make us safe. I saw... Uh, Mayor Dyer campaign signs go up for a cleaner and safer Fresno. And then next to it, I saw Bredefeld's campaign picture all smiling. And I just watched, looked at all the trash down the road that I was driving on. I was, And it was in Bredefeld's area. And I keep talking about it on Friday. I do see somebody up there in front of the park on weekends in their orange vest. I saw two dudes a few weeks ago. And I saw one guy this weekend early in the morning on a Sunday. 
and I honk and open the sunroof and give them a big thumbs up out there. They're picking trash up right there in front of the park. That's why that state, and it's not city people. It's just people that care about uh, the park. But it's been all year long. Nobody has picked uh, the trash up on uh, on Fryin, and I say that all the time because that's the major road that I take every day that I see in our city does it have the urban blight of other areas that need attention no but this is how it starts it's a broken window thing man you leave all these tarps and trash just take a gander take take a gander up there but uh we're gonna clean up our our town no we got a we got a new law coming this this is what california lawmakers and we talked about it last week here the the gender neutral toys see these are the why would you even be focused on something like that when you have your state caving in. I mean, to go after businesses that are already struggling still, trying to trying to keep it going, make them have to, to rearrange everything, going to make retailers have to reorganize, make it difficult for customers and kids. No more boy aisle, no more girl aisle. We're going to have the gender neutral, gender fluid identities. Let's get rid of those stereotypes. Yes. This is, uh, it's all about control. That's what it's about. You know what? Girls like dolls. You know what? Boys like trucks. Almost every single kid will go in those separate directions. We, we know that. What they're doing is they're social engineering. They want to engineer boys to feminine interests, and they want to engineer girls into, into masculine, and they're confusing society for control and for power. And again, I beg you to please vote differently. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. When this pandemic ends, and it will end soon, we're not going to go back to normal. No, we're not going to go back to normal. Get over that. The sooner you get over that, though. Maybe the sooner the Christmas spirit will hit you. How much are we spending on high-speed rail? Well, according to uh, Joe Biden, we're spending uh, over a billion, 300 million trillion three hundred million dollars no he wasn't educated in california schools i'm sure he went to school in pennsylvania or delaware wherever he was from joe biden on high-speed rail investments over a billion three hundred million trillion three hundred million dollars that would be cute from a four-year-old wouldn't it (laughs) over a billion three hundred million trillion three hundred million dollars okay did you get that over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Wow, that sounds expensive. I don't know what exact amount he was talking about when talking about federal investment into our high-speed rail project. So, you know, all those Saturdays we've been sitting around going, man, if we just had a high-speed rail to get to Bakersfield, wouldn't that make life so much easier? Said no one in the Valley probably ever. I, maybe back before choo-choo trains were built somebody might have said it'd be easier to get this cattle to bakersfield if we had a a cattle car uh, instead of our wagons right joe's getting worse man he's getting worse over a billion three hundred million trillion three hundred million dollars that's almost a skill in and of itself what he pulled off right there it really is how's this guy the president of the united states uh, you know, he, he was talking about all the studies show, and I'm going to quote him, by the way, people get from point A to point B faster on a train than their car. They take the train. They they take the train. He said, all the studies show. I'd, I'd like to see what study he's talking about because when, in my, it, when I'm in my car, I can pick the point and pick the point I'm going to end up at. Cars are point to point. They can take you 
almost anywhere in the United States. Trains are 19th century technology. They're on a track. When you get off the train, unless you want to walk, you're going to need a car, Joe. He continues. And all the studies show, by the way, you get from, people get from point A to point B faster on a train than their car. They take the train. They take the train. Yeah, there, there are some instances like that. I remember when I commuted from Stanford, Connecticut into New York City, and I would look at I-95 out that train window going by, and I'd see that traffic jam over there, and I'd be like, why do people take their cars uh, and sit in that traffic every every single day, right? But when I got off in that train, I had to walk down. I had to go uh, to Grand Central, down to a subway. That subway, I'd have to wait to take it down to Union Square, then get off there and then walk over to Fifth Avenue and hang a right. Uh, cars point to point. It's it's easier. I want to keep my car. Now, uh, there are instances like I just described. Yeah, where a train totally makes sense. There's some beautiful San Francisco to Chicago. Watch this on YouTube. A lot of people film this. Have you seen that, Ryan's Point? Have you seen that? And if you take it at the right time of the year, boy, you get to go through the beautiful Rocky Mountains and the snow, and they got these sleeper cars. Man, there's a romantic, beautiful thing about trains. Uh, I took Amtrak. I had the option if I, back on the East Coast, you could have flown somewhere. Or uh, I looked and I went, wait, two hours early, the airport, all that. But Amtrak, yeah, I started taking Amtrak, man. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Truly did. There are good things about uh, about trains. But I I think we've all kind of given up on the, the high-speed rail thing, but... Anyhow, we got 200 million trillion trillion, 3 million 300,000 coming toward it, right? You had McCarthy here. Uh, oh, big news on uh, re- replacing him. Looks like State Senator Shannon Grove not going to run. Assuming Vince Fong not going to run, but was going to run, but now looking like maybe he can't run because of filing dates for his assembly race versus now getting into the congressional race. There are certain laws that you're kind of locked into an election. We'll figure all that out now we don't know uh sheriff mike boudreau uh could be running i think he would do a tremendous job as a candidate and we've always talked to him as a sheriff but at times it felt like uh, a sheriff that actually and rightfully so got political and took on sacramento uh as well but uh anyhow here's some uh here's some audio of mccarthy taking a swipe at republicans while speaking at Oxford in a tuxedo, taking a swipe at Republicans for something that I don't know whoever he's talking about can't help it. Can you imagine taking a swipe at people and they can't and they can't help it? Sorry, sorry, Kevin. Sorry that Republicans here that you represented uh, are white. Can't, can't help being white, and he takes a swipe at his own party while talking to to Democrats, right? In a tuxedo, let me remind you again, wearing a tuxedo at, at Oxford. Being white is a bad thing. Uh, see, this goes to show that he looks uh, at race or at, at life through through racist lens, right? I am very, very excited. Well, I bet you are. When you look at the Democrats, they actually look like America. When I look at my party, we look like the most restrictive country club in America. <laughs> we're all in Oxford. We're, we're laughing. We look like the most restrictive country club in America. How, how's that make you feel? Does that make you feel a little bit more like now? You know what? I 
I'm kind of glad Matt Gates did that, right? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Looks at the world through a critical race theory lens. That's what we're talking about here in, well, it's ethnic studies in California, but not to teach the kids to to look at people as their skin pigmentation. How much? One one thousandth, I don't know, of an inch? Well, what is that right on top of our skin, the skin pigmentation? Such a small little tiny measurement that makes us be different than other people, makes us look different than other people. Kevin McCarthy, I really thought we'd come a little bit uh, further down the road of, I don't know, intelligence. Being white is a bad thing. And the most important part of what uh, being a party is the diversity of skin tone. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what he meant right there, right? Let's hear that again. And when you look at the Democrats, they actually look like America. When I look at my party, we look like the most restrictive country club in America. Well, at least he's saying how he feels, right? Matt Gates always said how he feels. Is it safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. That's an applause line. <laughs> Too many anti-Semitic Jewish hate crime attacks to cover in the first part of the show, right? I got more here. And what's the uh, the Biden White House? How many have they created? Well, they've created the Office of Islamophobia. I tell you, people are going to get information soon. I'll tell you about these attacks next. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. Yeah, we keep forgetting about that, don't we? Criminal justice reform. Remember how uh, it's kind of like, uh, I think there were a lot of Republicans uh, on the conservative side that like Trump. They were kind of like, well, what's he doing with their Kardashians and Kanye? What's he letting people out of jail? All right, Trump, go ahead and do that. We understand you're trying to build up the black vote, I guess, here with, with that move, right? One of the rappers that Trump gave a commutation in 2021 before leaving office, and he's endorsed Trump for president this time around, uh, Kodak Black. Kind of out of the rap game. I don't know who's up at the top. I don't know what level he has of importance here. But, well, he got out. Trump let him out. And he was arrested in Florida this week for cocaine possession. (laughs) Better hope Trump wins again, right? So they can't put him away again. Trump commuted his sentence on a charge of lying on a gun form. He'd been sent to rehab, arrested, detained by police multiple times for numerous drug-related cases. But... This, uh, I guess, Trump thought criminal justice reform will help this guy. Sounds like a, I think they call it in the business, an unrepentant drug addict, right? He's, he, can't, he can't kick it, man. Uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, is it going to be Newsom? Who's it going to be uh, debating Trump, right? If he's in jail, I guess the Democrat might have to go to the prison, like Johnny Cash went and sang, right, to debate Trump. It's 
we're sitting back. This is like I. It's like nobody knows what's going to happen. We want to kind of ignore the fact that all this is going on and think it might just go away, right? Uh, now they're trying to take this all the way to the Supreme Court uh, over the uh, immunity for Trump here. This special is- counsel Jack Smith wants the justices to put a quick end to questions about immunity for former President Trump. The federal judge overseeing the case has ruled the trial can go forward, concluding former presidents do not have a lifelong get-out-of-jail-free pass. The legal team for former President Trump has signaled an appeal, but Smith wants to bypass the appeals court and has filed a request with the Supreme Court. It's likely a move intended to prevent any delays. The trial on charges connected with attempts to overturn the 2020 election is scheduled to begin March 4th. The justices are not scheduled to meet again until June. January 5th. And we've almost become adjusted to this or used to this, that here on the left, we have people that corrupted a 2016 election, lied about it. We now know this is all factual, lied about it. Ballot harvest, stole, changed things with mail-in ballots in 2020. We know about the irregularities that happened. Now we know Joe Biden and Hunter and, and all of this, but yet... I know Hunter has some charges now, tax evasion in California, but isn't it something how, what is it? Why can Democrats file charges like this, but why can't Republicans? Why isn't there an attorney general in some state bringing uh, charges, even if you were in the state where the wire transfer came in from Hunter from China? Why don't you come forward and file charges against Joe Biden? That's what they've done with Trump. Why can't it be done the other way? I don't know. But isn't that a question of why did they always get away with it? And we have a former president that has multiple charges with multiple prison years looking ahead, interfering with an election. It hadn't interfered yet, but it's going to. It's going to. We have Jew haters all over this country. And I don't even know if the Democrats will be able to vote for Trump, if, even if they wanted to now with these charges that are coming out. We got to face that. We got to face the reality that we're going to probably be really livid. And what are we going to do about it? Well, I'm the Senate leader. Yeah, we got Mitch McConnell. All right, go get him, guy. There you go. There's our there's our fearless leader in the Senate. Uh, this Jew hatred that's around Beverly Hills police caught a 44 year old man who shouted anti-Semitic abuse as he assaulted a 75 year old religious Jewish man who was walking to synagogue with his wife on Saturday. Uh, since Kamala Kamala Harris is no longer the border czar, she's the anti-Islamophobic uh, czar here. Remember how Biden right after it came out and did that speech about I'm not going to put up with it Islamophobia in this country. Uh, this dude demanded the uh, Jewish man's wife hand over jewelry. The victim gave chase, even though he had a head wound. Uh, police, though, did manage to arrest him. It'll probably go down as, well, a robbery. That's that's what it was, a, a robbery. Uh, L.A. on Friday night looked like, I, I don't know, a scene from downtown Tehran. Protests in the West Bank. Uh, you could have grain, grainied it out a little bit. Black and white footage make it look 1938 Germany as the Nazis whipping up their their Jew hatred. No, but it was modern-day Smelly. Second night of Hanukkah, mob marching through a largely Jewish neighborhood chanting, death threats to Jews. Yeah, normal night in L.A. 
Uh, you know, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence at Dodger Stadium. We got people over here chanting death to Jews in Jewish neighborhoods. The mob defaced several buildings, including synagogues. A similar mob, about 1,500 people showed up at Biden's fundraiser. Yeah, Biden was down in Smell Lake trying to gin up some money. Chance of free Gaza and ceasefire now. They accused Biden and all his donors of supporting Israeli genocide against Gaza Arabs. They're about... Uh, if you want to talk genocide, what does that mean? Eradication of a group of people. Getting rid of them, right? Uh, let's go back to 2005. Let's look at the census in the Gaza Strip. There were 1.5 million Muslim Arabs when Israel left the region. Gave it to them. You handle it. You're in business. Elect your representatives. And they did. There are now more than 2 million there today. That's some genocide, isn't it? From 1.5 million to 2 million. Now that that's called population growth. That's the opposite of genocide. This uh, I played you the audio again from Friday, and I played a little bit earlier today of CARES uh, Executive Director Nahad Awad, his history of supporting Hamas. Right? He he was bragging about how happy he was about the October seventh attacks. Claimed his he he claimed that his remarks were taken out of context. Isn't that what they always say, right? Getting caught like that, remarks taken out of context. The people of Gaza only decided to break the siege, the walls of the concentration camp on October 7th. And yes, I was happy to see people breaking the siege and throwing down the shackles of their own land and walk free into their lands that they were not allowed to walk in. And yes, the people of Gaza have the right to self-defense, have the right to defend themselves. And yes, Israel as an occupying power does not have that right to self-defense. Gaza became the liberation source, the inspiration for people. While their freedom to walk across the border and to cut babies out of mommies. Isn't that just sickening? That that goes to show the level of deception that is out there today. And that's CARE, the Council of American Islamic Relations, the same CARE organization that has uh, outlets all over America, the same organization that you, the taxpayer, pay money to. Pay money to. Uh, here's the Outreach and Grassroots Organizing Director for AMP. I think that's American Muslims for Palestine talking about how Jewish people are the enemy and even Christians. Listen, I, as I've always said, once they, once they come for the Jews, they'll start coming for the Christians. Well, they already have been. Anybody who has any relationship or any support or, any, uh, 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 or identifies themselves as a Jewish person or as a Christian Zionist, then we shall not be their friend. I will tell you that they are enemy number one, and our community needs to recognize that as such. Wow, enemy number one, our community needs to recognize that. Well, we we recognize it. You're making it kind of obvious. In North London, a 20-year-old Jewish woman was uh, assaulted. The uh, CCTV footage showed the moment when she was attacked by two black females on a dark street in a Jewish neighborhood. Uh, about 4.30, I guess the sun had gone down. And she, uh, the camera showed the Jewish woman being stalked and then struck on the back of her head by the attackers. And after the beating stopped, some passerbyers came by to, to check on her. The Metropolitan Police of London treated the incident as a robbery. The two girls, age 13 and 14, have been arrested, age 13 and 14. 
arrested to this beating of this Orthodox Jewish woman in North London. Uh, these stories are rampant everywhere. You had a man in New York City going out, father of five, smoking a cigarette at night outside the front of his house. Bam, hit over the head. Anti-Semitic slurring going on. They're not going to stop. Not going to stop at all. And uh, thank you to Fresno City Councilman Miguel Arias for uh, signing the petition or uh, sponsoring it that allowed the flag to go up in Eaton Plaza. Flags, uh, multiple Palestinian flags are up. And, of course, they've been down trying to get the city to do this, and the city uh, hadn't done it. But uh, up steps the council member in solidarity with, and they're all wanting an apology from the city of Fresno. Why would they want an apology from the city of Fresno? Because of what Mayor Dyer said when they raised the Israeli flag. And you had all the protesters out there trying to shout down the Israeli, uh, the show of allegiance with our allies, our allies. In World War II, we beat back the spirit, that evil spirit of the Nazis that wanted to eradicate the Jews from the face of the planet. We were united back then. But now, no, we, we raise the flags of those that are wanting to kill our allies. That's how backwards it is. The hatred is deep and you can sense some of that hatred right here today with people who are standing here supporting what occurred in saturday and the killing of innocent israelis and the beheading of, of israeli babies if that is what you stand for then you do not stand for the united states of america because the United States of America supports and backs our allies and does, does not give support to the enemies of the state of the countries that are our allies. Until now, Fresno, one of three cities. Thank you, Miguel Arias. Wow, wow. Uh, let's get a little more love here from CARES. Hey, a little more of where you're, if you're just getting off work, is where your tax money's going to the Council of American Islamic Relations. Gaza transformed many minds around the world including people who are not muslim what kind of faith these people have they are thankful they're not afraid and israel did not scare them because they knew that their heaven is in gaza and they if they would like to die they will go to another heaven that is the faith of the people of gaza and that's why gaza and the people of Gaza were able to transform everyone who's watching. They have learned from these people. And those who felt bad for Gaza, they don't understand the equation. Those who thought that the Gazans are less than those who can help them, they are mistaken. They are mistaken. The Gazans were the victorious. Joe, how much money are you giving to care? Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. Hmm, okay. You want to save some money tomorrow? This is probably the uh, the most pleasant thing I've said in this three-hour show. Krispy Kreme tomorrow has a dozen donuts for one dollar. <laughs> I got your tension in there, did I? Huh? The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Come on, let's get in the mood. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. It's cold outside for, at least for, for us here in Fresno. It's cold, yeah. Christmas lights are up. 
Trying to get the Christmas mood. I don't know. Still not working, huh? Maybe I need a real kick here. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. There we go. There we go. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Stop it. Stop it now. Now the goose is on the table. Never had a goose, haven't I? And the pudding made of fig. Never had fig pudding either. And the blue and silver candles that would just have matched the hair in Grandma's wig. Elmo and Patsy. I've warned all my friends and neighbors. That's Elmo, of course. His wife is Patsy. For yourself. I don't know if they were still married when I interviewed Patsy. I got yeah, I, I got to interview Patsy. To a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Boom, boom, boom. Grandma got run over. It was in 1987. I was doing a night show in Santa Rosa. It all hit 93 KREO. I would always argue with the program director. He would made me say all the time. Uh, he first thing out of my mouth had to be all hit 93 KREO, giving you the greatest summer of your life. And the out the, and he always said the last thing you got to say is all hit 93 KREO, giving you the greatest summer of your life. And I was like, even if I have an eight second intro, yes. I was like, that's and who who are we to tell people that we're giving them the greatest summer of their life? You know, you're sitting in the car, you're listening to Richard Marks, you know, you just broke up with your girlfriend, and I come on and giving you the greatest summer of your life. I think, who are you to tell me that? Uh, anyhow, my complaints did not work. We had to say that, and that's the station I got to interview Patsy. She owned a bar up in Sebastopol, up by Santa Rosa up there. Yeah, one night, she was sitting at the bar, and she, I called her, and she came on the show and we, we talked i somewhere on cassette i i think i still have that interview somewhere right tomorrow is crispy cream's annual day of the dozen i guess it returns i missed it last year uh, you can grab a dozen donuts for one dollar isn't that the best name ever crispy cream just the the best name of a company in the history of company naming uh, their day of dozen tomorrow. What what happens is you buy the original glazed donuts, you buy a dozen, and then you get for just uh, you get another dozen for a, a buck. So you got to buy twenty four, but still, good deal, right? I remember the kids were little. That was always the, their birthday. It, one of them started it, and then the, the the rest of them would copy it. First thing you get up on the morning in your birthday, where do you go? We went right down to Krispy Kreme. You know, watching coming right off. Get those little white hats on, right? I love that sugar fix, man. All right, we need to do this around here tomorrow. We need to get some Krispy Kreme donuts around here, right? Well, we'll see. I hope you have a good Monday night and get ready because it's Super Tuesday Eve. That's right, Super Tuesday Eve is going on. Saturday night, we're getting ready again. I said to Squires this morning, I go, man, I miss football on Saturday night. It's coming up Saturday, he said. I'm like, that's right, big bowl game. I'm going to talk to Paul Leveler. Thanks to Ace and Squires. Thanks to Ryan. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow for Super Tuesday at 3. John Girardi coming up next. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.